This is Update One, the podcast of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Update One provides a forum for listeners to learn about national and international stories, focusing on journalism and communication issues, news, and politics. Now, the latest edition of Update One. I'm Adam Cano here at the Paris Air Show, the aviation industry's largest biennial trade event. And I'm with Peter Bradfield. Peter Bradfield has joined us in the past to talk about the Aerospace Media Dinner and also the Defense Media Dinner. The Aerospace Media Dinner happened this past Sunday here in Paris. Peter, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much, Adam. Good to be here. Uh, when was the event held exactly and where this year? Sunday 16th of June at the Aero Club de France in Rue Galilee, um, right next door to the GFAS headquarters. So beautiful, beautiful venue. We love being there. How many people were in attendance? Guest list was in excess of 190. Um, in reality, we had about 180 at, at the dinner. And that cuts across both uh, industry, who are sponsors of the event, as well as journalists who are either nominated for one of the many awards or you know, are there to support their peers. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a mix of journalists and, and aviation communicators. And so it's good for everyone. They get to do lots of networking, talk to each other, set up meetings, set up interviews for the future. So the combination works really well. How many awards this year and were any of them new? Yes, we had definitely had new awards. In total, we presented 19, starting with the uh, new innovation for this year, the Aerospace Communicator of the Year that was given to Chris Stellwag of CAE. And then of the 18 other awards that were presented to journalists, we had new categories in MRO, UAV, propulsion, and we've culminated with an award just before Lifetime Achievement. The new award was the Aviation Reporter of the Year. So MRO, Maintenance, Repair and Overhaul, UAV, uh, Unmanned Aerial Vehicles. Um, You mentioned Lifetime Achievement. Let's talk about those. Who were the uh, winners? This year it was Barb Zelke and Elfin Apreese, two people that have had decades of journalistic experience and, and long, long, long careers. Yeah, I thought it was quite remarkable. So Barb has worked for 40 years in journalism for the same publisher, something that I think those of us in journalism recognize is almost unprecedented at this point. Uh, and Elfin, 60 years in, in journalism mostly surrounding helicopters and um, was such or is such a an avid fan of them that he's procured a number of them and created his own museum in the west of England. Mm-hmm. That's correct, yeah. Both, both of them, you know, when they got up on stage and said who they wanted to thank and tell us a little bit about their career, I thought Barb summed it up in, in just one word. She really nailed it. The presenter, Jonathan Wills, said to her, what does this award mean to you? And her one-word reply was recognition. And that's what these awards are all about. It's from the youngest journalist right through all those categories to the lifetime achievement. It's, it's about them getting the recognition for their work. So across these 20 categories, a lot of entries for, for, uh, for the judges, including myself, to read. How many, how many entries in total this year? We had 320-plus nominations, which is the most we've ever had. You've now done this event for a number of years. What evolution have you seen, not just in the broadening of the event to more categories and more sponsors, but when you look at the actual work that's been submitted 
by these journalists. What do you take from that in term, beyond the fact that the quantity continues to go up? It certainly, from when we started back in 2012 to now, the way they're putting their nominations forward, they are being much more serious about it. They're giving a lot more thought about what they're putting in. They're telling us about the background of why they've written the story. So they really are taking it seriously, um, you know, compared to what we would have had back in the early days was like someone just rushed something in and thought that would do. Now, some of the publications have meetings, several meetings about what's going to be put forward to be entered. They really do do a professional job. I've also noticed that the the winning publications do a pretty good job after the fact of publicizing their wins. Um, They write about them in their own publications and websites and even in their own newsrooms here they have the awards on prominent display. Naturally, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted about that, and it's fantastic to see stories in the show dailies on, on day two of the Paris Air Show week. Um, it's an enormous help and an enormous bonus for me to see that kind of thing because it spreads the word about the awards further and further. Looking ahead to the fall, uh, you're going to be returning to the National Press Club for whom this podcast is made for the next uh, Defense Media Dinner, the second annual, the premiere event uh, was last year in October. This year it's in October, again, on the eve of AUSA, the Association of the U.S. Army show. Um, Tell us the date uh, and what you have in store for that evening. This year it's Sunday, October the 13th, as you say, the eve of AUSA. The first one we did last year was fantastic. We were so well-received by the press club, Everything went so well. It was a real um, good experience to see how an awards event was done at a venue like that, how the venue reacted, the speed of service, everything. We could not have asked for a more professional location. Um, For this year, we're maybe going to have one or two tweaks. I might have a local presenter, depending on what I can arrange. And... We hope to present the defence journalists and sponsors with a real fun evening again this October. Peter Bradfield, founder and organiser of the Aerospace Media Dinner and Defence Media Dinner. You can learn about both of those on the websites aerospacemediadinner.com and defence with a C, mediadinner.com. Peter, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Adam. Thank you very much. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to Update One Podcast. That's Update the Number One Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One. <laughs>